Hello. Hello. It's been a while. It has been a long time. We said we were going to be gone for Christmas break and we were gone for all of winter. So we're yeah. back. I mean, it's still winter here. Uh, oh, yeah. It's still cold in New um, York. Boy, he's pretty nice. Look at that sun. <laughs> Sorry. <man. gasps> I just bought this sound effect instant audience machine just to fuck with Michael. But hey, you're uh, in New York. Most of you guys are from like island areas anyway. Like a like, lot of people. Boo. Yeah. You have a lot of island boys. Well, Manhattan is an island, technically. So ah, there you go. See? You know, it's a very cold one. Yeah. Uh, that's why but, Brighton Beach is so nice. Yeah. Yeah. So uh I'm kind of I'm kind of very sleepy today. Sorry. That's, that's uh but right. I'm let's, awake. let's talk know. about um Okay, let's talk about what we're doing. Uh, so uh, we're, we're doing some changes. We're changing the formula a little bit. Uh, we're thinking about changing the name of the podcast. Uh, we had a couple of options that uh, we liked. Uh, we might put some, maybe some like Google form in the link or something, and maybe you guys can give us your opinions, uh, you know, which one you like best. Mm-hmm. So what we, like the two final options that we came up with are y2k crash course or so your boss is a millennial so we're thinking about just covering like movies that or just like pop culture that we had growing up so like mostly movies from the 2000s uh among other things but uh, that's what we want to do and uh, that's kind of like the the titles that we were thinking about. So yeah, we appreciate your opinion since you guys have been with us since like for what, two years. Yeah. It's been a while. All 15. I mean, some of you have been with us for two years, but (laughs) 15 guys in San Jose. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. But dude, like we have way more listeners like recently from Virginia and Ohio for some reason. And uh, we're getting some Midwestern States. (laughs) All right. And uh, yeah, some West, mostly West coast, uh, Midwest and a few East Coasters uh, a little bit, but not as much. Yeah, well, and internationally, of course. Well, the reason why we wanted to talk about, um, I, I guess we we're thinking of like switching the format a little bit, is because uh, you know we we do love movies and TV shows, but it's coming to a point now where we're noticing that the patterns that you know a lot of like college kids now are people just entering to the workforce. Like we're not that much older than them, but it's kind of like, you know, patterns with media are changing. So one way or another, you know, there's certain things that might be left in the dust or certain, you know, behaviors that we had growing up that might not be a thing now. And we kind of just want to link whatever is going on now, especially with TV and movies to, you know, what was, what it were like, I guess what our childhood were like, you know, especially for people that you know, didn't grow up with certain pop culture references or pop culture moments of the 2000s. So mm-hmm. we're kind of a 2000s crash course, which is why we had that other idea. Yeah. title. But at the same time, it's like, you know, if any of you are Gen Z listeners out there, chances are you may end up working for a millennial. And uh, that millennial boss may be like muttering some weird references here and there that uh, make absolute literally no sense like they might whisper charlie like charlie come with us charlie and then people will not you know gen zers will probably not know what the the hell's going on but 
or uh, alpha or whatever's yeah. coming up. But yeah. So yeah. Um, and I mean it's also a chance for everyone our our age to kind of reminisce and enjoy the past stuff, you know, that we enjoyed yeah. in the past. And one of those things we enjoyed growing up is the Matrix. Yes. From 1991, a.k.a. The Good One. Wait, 1991. Uh, <laughs> wait, 1999. <laughs> 1999, sorry. So, yeah. So uh, we're I'm mixing things up. So, yeah. So we're basically starting with the 2000s, right but, like, we may go to, like, 1999 or something. Yeah. Like, every here and there. You know, but... we're not being draconian. Like, we're not being super precise. I mean, it, it, we're going to go where the quality is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And The Matrix came back for a, for a brief moment about a month ago with The Matrix yeah. Resurrections the super meta self-aware, basically the Lego movie as a matrix movie. <laughs> so we yeah. wanted to look back on how big the matrix was, especially in the two thousands. So, yeah. So uh, for you people who don't know what the original matrix was about, uh, even though you've probably <laughs> seen some of the other matrix movies. Uh, so the first matrix is uh you know, introduces this world in the future where robots have turned humans into essentially batteries and they lock them in a, they locked their minds in a matrix or some computer simulation, like a video game uh, where they think they're living the real lives. Uh, but it's also that, you know, the robots can cultivate the electricity that human bodies generate to power themselves. Yeah. So, you know, Basically, the late 90s, basically, yeah, yeah, basically, the late, late 90s, 90s logic, had like a lot uh, of, yeah. yeah, they had a lot of like movies that were about are we living in reality or not? Because yeah. you know, um, uh, me and my friends watched yeah. like a, a beanie baby documentary like a few weeks ago, and uh, they made a good point that in the 90s, I would say in pop culture and the zeitgeist as a whole, it was like pretty quiet, so. To me, that's probably why there was a lot of time for like writers and directors to like come out with these really like psychological, like, are we real? Is life a real thing kind of movies like Requiem for a Dream and stuff? So at the end of the 90s, you had like the Truman Show, you had Requiem for a Dream, you had um, uh, Fight Club. Yeah. And basically the 90s ended with the most blockbustery version of those movies, which is the matrix and the matrix. It basically, it, it didn't launch counter reasons to start on, but it did take into like that next level. Yeah. That next level. Yeah. So yeah. like he was already well-known for movies like speed and, you know, uh, the, uh, where he plays a stoner. Can't remember. Oh, Bill and Ted. Yeah. Bill and Ted. Yeah. uh and uh he was known for those things and then the matrix showed up and the wachowskis i think no one knew who the wachowskis were before the matrix yeah and uh yeah it launched uh, a lot of careers or just brought a lot of people to the forefront that were probably already famous but not like super stars yet yeah and uh it's funny how like uh well the keanu reeves plays neo the sort of like cyber jesus Mm -hmm. uh in the matrix <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you don't know jesus. he's cyber jesus yet but yeah. you know he, he is the chosen he is the chosen one who knows kung fu wow. uh and uh you know i think well what was really cool is that 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 movie kind of launched the idea of like what if you could download classes in your mind 
or like just skills and things yeah. that, you know, <laughs> instead of studying, you know, for exams, you just download whatever information you need in your brain. Yeah. Uh, I mean, too like bad it hasn't of, happened yet, but you know, I mean, a lot of the concepts in there is like, there's a version of it now with like, you know, you have like master classes and yeah. all the YouTube videos. And if you want to practice something, you know, there's like a, there's like, like Oculus, like, um, uh, like VR metaverse classes for stuff now. Like yeah. if you want to get in shape and what up, but yeah, that was the first time you saw kind of like an exaggerated version of that. And it, it's easy to forget sometimes that, that like that whole movie or most of that movie happens to the point of view of like avatars, not the real people because the real people are bad, yeah. but it's happening from the point of view of like avatars that can do whatever they want. So in that sense, it's like very possible now that really is a thing that's happening where you know, people are kind of going into their second lives with Fortnite and Roblox or whatnot and doing things they couldn't do in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, uh, you know, um, I think it was really interesting how, you know, it's kind of like the, the best open world game you could imagine, except that you're imprisoned by robots. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like... Uh, I, you know, I think a big part of the movie that made it work was also Hugo Weaving, which I guess wasn't yeah. that famous before then. But yeah. isn't it weird that all of these actors like come out in like three huge movies, like in the same year or the same couple of years? Like, because yeah. Hugo Weaving did, like, he plays Agent Smith, the, uh, yeah. uh, the bad guy or, you know, uh, yeah. and uh, but then he also played Elrond in Lord of the Rings like a year later. Oh, and, yeah. Like they all did the whole like I don't know it's it's sort of like um, uh, you know the actress in Free Guy uh, uh, I think she's from uh, Killing oh, the Jane one from or, the the, the Matt Damon the... movie that just came out what yeah 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 uh, she's also in the Last Duel yeah. so like I think she was on a TV show that I can't remember the name of uh, I think it's Killing Eve and uh, like she came out in Free Guy. And then yeah. immediately, whatever. But I digressed. Yeah. Uh, let's it's, it's funny talk about like... Morpheus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny because, like, when, when you look at, like, Morpheus and, like, yeah, Hugo Weaving, like, when you see, like, Lawrence Fishburne and Hugo Weaving, yeah. they're very, like, almost have this, like, classically trained, like, yeah. aura about them, stature and whatnot. And then Carrie Ann Moss, I don't know her background. But then you have Keanu Reeves that just shows up and is like, whoa. Like he's like, like, I know Kung Fu. It's like that classic thing where you get like the, the actor that's not a super actor and you surround him by like renowned actors that can hold their stature. And that's kind of what makes the movie work. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes I wonder if like Will Smith actually got the role of Neo, if that would have been like, like he was already a superstar at that point. Right. Because yeah. Keanu Reeves was kind of dying out because he'd had like what two or three comebacks at this point. <laughs> yeah, and uh, which movie did he do instead of uh, The Matrix? <laughs> Our favorite. <laughs> Our favorite. Favorite of we all. We might time. talk about it in, in another episode. The Wild Wild West. <laughs> we need to because the, the soundtrack was awesome. The movie yeah. I don't know, but the soundtrack was. Yeah, the soundtrack was really good. Uh, I was introduced movie, to not, Enrique not so Iglesias. By yeah. What do okay. I? Yeah. What do I? <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but you know, Keanu Reeves will always be Neo for me. I can't really imagine anyone else. Like even like, I think Will Smith has too much personality to play. Neo. <laughs> <Yeah>. No, uh, <laughs> I agree with that. You kind of need somebody that's like, 
especially that one scene when he's like, it's not real. Like it's you need somebody real. with that. Like, yeah. No, man. Come on. <laughs> I mean, do I like, okay. So uh, something that's kind of similar, I think uh, cyberpunk I, matrix took some influences from cyberpunk. Yeah. And as we all know, uh, Keanu Reeves plays a character in the cyberpunk video games. Wait, wait, wait. And, Are you talking about, wait, did cyberpunk get inspired by I mean, okay. So videos? cyberpunk was a book. Oh, okay that came out in the eighties around oh, okay. like when Blade Runner and all those yeah. things came out. And uh, so like the kind of cyberpunk esque science fiction aesthetic that right. ki- they kind of influenced uh, the matrix. Mm-hmm. What's funny is that, you know, uh, Keanu Reeves plays a character in the video game, cyberpunk 2077. And he has way more personality there than in any of the movies <laughs> that I've ever seen him in. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, because like, it's also the character, like he plays a rock star anarchist from the future, or I guess yeah. like, you know, in the future, I, I should say, but yeah. it's sort of like, Ooh. I don't know, like, I always liked the first Matrix because Neo still seemed like a human being. Yeah. And when you look at Matrix Revolution or Matrix Reloaded, he yeah. that's when he goes into like top tier kind of like Jesus mode. Yeah. And it, he's just like no emotions. <laughs> it, it kind of did the thing that I noticed that happened with a lot of like, especially 2000s era franchises, like the prequel era of Star Wars or, you know, with like, like Lord of the Rings always had like a lot of lore, but like the movies came out in the 2000s where it's mm-hmm. kind of like the lore overshadowed the story. Yeah. And basically revolutions and uh, reloaded. Uh, I mean, Reloaded was part two and Revolution was part three. It was just overstuffed with like explaining the Matrix that yeah. you didn't really know what the story was. Whereas like it, it works when it's not explained. And um, yeah, to me, the best version of explaining the Matrix came from the Animatrix because that movie starts with showing how the Matrix was made. But it was made by like renowned anime filmmakers and it it was simplified it was to the point but it hit you with like a lot more emotion in like that short amount of time than even like like an overblown long movie could so i think that's where the matrix succeeded is it kind of um like as a franchise they experimented with other ways of telling the story like through animated movies or through i think they had a video game at one point. yeah they had a video game i, yeah. I owned it back in the day was all right it, i had it on xbox <laughs> the first one was it good uh, <laughs> 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 okay. but i was I, I was a big halo guy yeah back in the day and i wouldn't play anything else like anytime i tried something else like i just hated it and then i went back to halo yeah uh, <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if that's why I never got super into video games because the first few I the, the first few I always played were always like movie tie-in games, and they mm-hmm. all sucked. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. So the thing is, actually, uh, I'll I will defend. Uh, yeah. Maybe a few movie video games that were okay was Lord of the Rings, uh, Return of the King, yeah. and uh, Star Wars: Revenge of the Sith. The, those were okay video games. Yeah. like movie video games at the time i never played the harry potter one but harry uh, potter on uh i played on like game boy advance and like i mean it's doable as games but it, mm-hmm. i don't know how it would work as like a story video game you know yeah <laughs> yeah 
What was fun about the Star Wars video game is that they actually added deleted scenes that weren't in the movie. Yeah. And you're like, oh shit, like why wasn't this in the movie? It's pretty badass. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. okay. So I, I just wanted to talk about, you know, I think we already mentioned it, but the worst part, what is the worst part about the Matrix in your opinion? The worst part about the Matrix is... Uh, Trick question. When but... you... Oh, there's actually a few. Um, I'm not going to lie. There's a, there's a few in my head. Like the, like the part two and three, definitely when they kind of get overblown with lore that exactly you can't really like follow it anymore um you know like asking more psychological questions right or philosophical questions rather than like you know sticking it in there to enhance the story yeah and um what is what's another one like uh with the first matrix i i i noticed that in later years they've had a hard time making it more of a franchise or super franchise because it's such a product of its time yeah like every so often i think of like if you watch honest trailers they had one for fight club and my favorite line from that was like travel back to the late 90s where the worst thing you could be is a white guy with a full-time job in an apartment to himself and that <laughs> ruined like all my favorite movies for me because i was like fucker <laughs> Like in real Dude, life, like, it's like there are so many movies where the <laughs> where that's the case. It's like yeah, no, that, I, I built like my life like philosophies off of those movies, and once I saw that honest trailer, I was like, well, shit, then all right. <laughs> I don't know what to do. With the worst thing now. was working in a cubicle in the nineties. Yeah, that, that and was now we're the, a, the biggest nightmare. Yeah, now everybody that doesn't work from home from home wants a cubicle. So who knows? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't get that. <laughs> I don't know. I liked my cubicle when I had a cubicle back in the day. A, yeah. I used to change. Like stuff. I had my, I only had a cubicle once Yeah. and I used to have like a little label on the side and I would put like Jedi master instead of like intern. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did like, I do? I, I put the Batman versus Superman poster because I went to the IMAX screening of the first trailer <laughs> and they and they passed out posters. So I was like, yeah, personality. There you go. Yeah, I'm creative. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I agree with you. Like the worst part of the Matrix is, is the sequels by far. Like it, yeah. it's just uh, like an order of like magnitude of shittiness is probably, I think Revolutions for me was the worst. Right. Uh, then Reloaded had some good action scenes, but you couldn't understand like half of what was going on. It was just like fights all the time. Yeah. And a lot of CGI that really looked like CGI, even in that day yeah. and age, like it actually, you know, there are times when CGI tricks you. Yeah. You are not tricked by the CGI in Matrix Reloaded. <laughs> oh, no. You, you know when he's on the pole doing that thing where he like, yeah. kicks out of his feet. And all the Hugo Weavings, like, you know, yeah bowling balls all the bowling, bowling balls or whatever <laughs> uh but they had uh what they had a french actor i can't remember his name who was like the oh the, the guy that showed up in a uh, part four right? yeah who showed up in part four as a like, homeless media, man like, i used to be rich and i used to go out with monica bellucci <laughs> you know and uh i think like matrix four was kind of like a copy of matrix one but yeah. they made it 
more, I guess, like, you know, adapted to today or something. Yeah. So like, yeah, let's talk about that real quick about like, um, actually, first, before we get into that, let's just talk about like how we think the Matrix kind of influenced the 2000s. And then we'll talk about like Matrix, what was it called? Resurrections and just like. Okay. So the the Matrix, I think for one thing, really influenced like action in movies. Like they, yeah. they went with the full like Hong Kong style of like wire work and, yeah. you know, like crouching tiger, hidden dragon type stuff. Right. And um, there's really great documentary on Netflix. Uh, Netflix Europe. I'm not sure if it's in Netflix on Netflix in the US, but where they talk about like the progression of Kung Fu in movies mm-hmm. and like Kung Fu used to be just like, or, you know, the Hong Kong style of like wire work right. was just seen as like, well, this is just for like cheap ass, like Hong Kong movies or whatever, where yeah. the dubbing is really terrible. Yeah. And, uh, but the matrix was one of the first like movies to interest, like have to give a mainstream audience like that experience and it right. not be cartoonish just because yeah. of the dubbing. Yeah. Like they even interviewed some guys who used to dub those movies and they're ashamed of the dubbing they did back in the day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> because it is so terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so I think that relaunched like, you know, movies like, I don't know, Equilibrium with Christian Bale. I don't know yeah. if you saw that movie, but it's like similar, it's, like, it's you know, my HBO Max uh, list, <laughs> it's on my, All that you know, problem. before Batman. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I think it was Matrix, 2005, actually. Well, the thing is, before The Matrix, there were attempts to bring that style in, like the movie we talked about before, like Face Off. Face <laughs> Off. But The Matrix kind of like was the first time when it was like, okay, this like could be artsy. taken seriously. You know, as, like, yeah. In yeah. Matrix, it, in The Matrix was kind of artsy and kind of done with a, a measure of respect and just like artistic yeah. license, I guess. Because like Face Off was just like, we're going to make a ton of money. There's going to be uh, Nicolas Cage, yeah. <laughs> John Travolta, gonna tear each other's possible. faces off. And they're yeah. going to just beat each other up and kill each other with harpoons. You know, and that's, you know, <laughs> that's Face whatever, Off. Whatever goes. A whatever movie. I think the biggest thing The Matrix did was, um, one, um, a bunch of pop culture references because uh, the 2000s had a, a big genre of like just either parody movies or movies like Shrek or every five minutes, there's like a reference to something else, which mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you can do anymore just because everybody's references are like a little bit more all over the place than back then. But once yeah. the matrix came out, like if you're a kid and you just saw like space jam two and you saw the part with like speedy Gonzalez and you're like, ah, oh, that's funny. Guess what? That was done like 50, how many times? Like yeah. In so the many times. <laughs> yeah. The whole so, like slow-mo kick yeah. that Trinity does. Yeah, Karen and the, Moss, and, like and she, the, the you know, lean thing. Yeah, yeah, and then she's like, and uh, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. I every think the day. grandma does that in Space Jam too. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like in every Nickelodeon show, basically, there was like, yeah, some. They've spoofed that. that so many times. It, it's just like you know, young people yeah. or younger people, I should say. Yeah, I'm still young. <laughs> yeah, but it's like I've got think... my gray hairs. <laughs> yeah, but the like the last thing I think the Matrix did was kind of. Uh, you know, it, it helped, it, it helped like internet and computer culture and what the computer, what computers do and stuff start to be like taken more seriously because mm-hmm. the whole nineties was um, the internet was basically like thought of as a novelty. You know, you had people rushing to get their kids to like learn computer science and whatnot, but for the most part, like people didn't really know if it was going to work, if it was going to be around that much. And like, 
I think the Matrix was the first Uber franchise or the first, like, I was, yeah, first big franchise, movie franchise in the, like the classic sense of the world word that incorporated it, like, in an unforced way. And after that, you could start having stuff like, like, I don't know what I, I don't even know if after that, if there were any real, like, franchises really based around you know what could computers do or like ai and stuff or avatars within like a metaverse or something like were there any <laughs> free guy i'm not sure <laughs> it's just like i know it, it sort of made you think like i don't know it made me think more about you know as the years went on and i kept re-watching the matrix like you know what would it be like to be a npc in a video game like a non-playable character like if you because yeah. there's a tendency to mistreat, you know, uh, NPCs in video games. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> which you could also talk about. <laughs> sort of like imagine you're like Neo, but it's yeah. sort of you know, but you're actually messing with like real people who are yeah. asleep, obviously. But you know, I think if you die in the Matrix, you actually die in real life. You think those are the rules, dude? Uh, if, if I would, if I could do that, like in a Matrix video game, I would just like run to all the like the pods and just like rip people out. All those like yeah. red pods with, with the people in it. Just waking up like, just having a bad day. You know, just like throwing them all out of the pod. Yeah. <laughs> you will be recycled. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's that goo thing? Because like he gets disconnected at the beginning of the movie and then he flows down a drain. So I guess like whoever wakes up gets like pulled down the trash chute or something. Yeah. And like put back into like the jello and, or whatever. Yeah. Into the ooze of whatever biological material. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like snowpiercer or something just recycling you know oh, people yeah. <laughs> or soylent green uh but uh <laughs> sometimes i wish that more people knew soylent green because i'm kind of like do people know this i don't know but yeah. i only know it <laughs> thanks to <laughs> futurama actually <Yeah. laughs> I, start, I tried to see the movie but it's like it's this movie from the 70s with charlton heston and some other famous people of the time and uh i just saw the first five minutes i was like now yeah and <laughs> once again it's, a, it's such a product of its time that's why <laughs> yeah exactly but, like it's I not like it's, yeah. yeah i need to see it on a good day you know because like on a bad day i'll be like you know screw this i'm gonna watch like i got things to do my hero academia yeah <laughs> aka sky high which we should also have yeah. an episode about because yes I, I i just got around to watching right here and i'm like this is sky high anyway back to uh so back to the matrix. So mm-hmm. because so the matrix became like this huge thing over time, but after a while it started kind of dying just because you know you had like a million franchises. <laughs> yeah, you have a you have a million big franchises out there, yeah. and like most kids nowadays are into like this indie stuff made by like one YouTuber that may or may not be making money from it. So it's yeah. kind of like uh I guess just to like bring people back to like how important the matrix was. Uh, Warner Brothers and Lena Wachowski made uh, Matrix Rev- Resurrections, and it is now gone from HBO Max. So if you missed it, it sucks. For yeah, me. but <laughs> um, I mean, I don't think it's the worst Matrix movie. Yeah. I actually think Revolutions is the worst, uh, and then I would put it either number three or number two in the list of like you know after after or yeah. before Reloaded. Because yeah. I think the special effects are better, but you know I don't like how they replaced like these iconic characters with new actors who they could have just hired, you know, yeah. uh, Lawrence Fishburne and and Hugo Weaving to come back as yeah. their older selves. Because I guess like the 
the point of the movie is that when you're in the pod, you age slower. Because yeah. like the people that they knew, like I think Jada, um, uh, yeah, Pickett Smith is in there, but she but looks like ancient. But yeah, she's in a, not Zion, but like the new city they built, right? Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. in the new city that they built, where they're supposedly friends with some robots, but not all of them. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, like that movie was really lost in the lore a little bit because they're trying to, you know, justify how they brought Neo back and and Trinity yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, you know, I enjoyed the action. I think the best part of the about the Matrix movies are the action, but I don't think they're as like hard hitting as the first time you saw the Matrix, like in 1999. Yeah, you know that that was like an amazing, just like the whole slow mo bullet thing where the guy where Keanu Reeves just like does the the you know uh, what's that name? Yeah, the thing where where he like goes back or something. And, uh, you know, leans back and all the bullets are flying past him and everything like that is like iconic stuff. And uh, I think uh, I was really caught off guard by all the, you know, like, you know, the the signature (laughs) matrix sound like, like they would just put it at random places where like, why? And remind you in the matrix? Just to remind you what you're watching is like, oh, it's Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and uh, Oh right, Matrix. Oh, yeah, I yeah. get it. And uh, <laughs> I mean, one of the first things I noticed is that like the Matrix didn't have a green tint, and part of it was because because uh, like in the first movies it all had a green green tint, and they mm-hmm. used a lot of white shots. But yeah, Anna Wachowski made the the uh, made a point made it a point to not borrow the aesthetic from the first few movies, and yeah. part of that was a comment on light. Like, it just felt like this movie was, like, kind of coming from a line of, like, late 2010s movies that basically took on toxic fandom by bringing back the nostalgia, you know, and then, like, punching you in the face with, like, it's basically saying, hey, remember this? Remember this? Ah, you're an asshole. Why do you, why do you remember all this? That's, that's like what The Last Jedi did. <laughs> It was basically like the force. Yeah, remember, like, hey, remember all that stuff Fuck you like? Remember all that stuff you like? Fuck you. So like the Matrix basically like went back to their old <laughs> habits of over-explaining the lore. And then, you know, all their fuck yous were kind of like a reference to things that the Matrix was known for, even outside of the movies. Like like the the like Neil Patrick Harris kept making references to like bullet time which was a name mm-hmm. for the special effect b- back in the, uh, 1999. Yeah. But it was like the specific name of the slow motion thing he uses to like take an advantage. Mm-hmm. He said like, I'm going to use bullet time on you or whatever. And even the movie started with uh, Jonathan Groff saying like, oh yeah, Warner Brothers wants to make this game for, you know, wants to make this game. And then you know how you mentioned that the Matrix would make a good open world game. Well, yeah. the movie starts off with, you think that all the Matrix movies were actually like open world games made yeah. by Neo. Made by Keanu Reeves or you Mr. Know, made by Neo. Yeah. So but he doesn't know he's Neo. Yeah. And to, to a point, I think that movies need to stop doing that. It's just kind of like, just make a sequel. Like not every sequel has to be 22 Jump Street where you yeah. just get super meta and refer I to mean, the thing you're doing while you're doing it. Yeah, I think they got sick of the whole like agent, like people turning into agents like automatically, like the, you know, they're they're kind of like the antibodies of of the matrix world. Yeah. And they introduced swarm mode yeah. or 
which like they do it in a train and going to Tokyo or something in the movie. Yeah. And just made me think like, what if train to Busan was in the matrix? And that's like, that's what that scene was. Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, imagine Neo dealing with cyber zombies (laughs) in a train. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And that's warm mode. It's just that moment. I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. It was a good like action sequence, but, um, yeah, it was yeah. yeah I, I think what's great about you know the Matrix movies in general is just getting lost in the action. I think the you know Resurrections did that relatively well, mm-hmm. but you know it, it kind of gets old. Yeah. I, I hate to say that, but yeah. you know it's kind of like yeah. you know like let's do something new with it, like or yeah. just not do anything new with it. Just let it be what it is. Yeah. I mean, um, yeah, there were a lot, a lot of attempts to make this like a super franchise and it had potential, but, you know, I, I don't see things growing without kind of being a universe nowadays. And I don't, I don't mean it does, it has to be like a big ass, like MCU kind of thing. I mean, things like even how, uh, like the John Wick movies, they're going to have like a TV show within the universe mm-hmm. or how Peacemaker just came out and that builds on the Suicide Squad. It's like nowadays, like, it, it feels like you need to, yeah, your franchise needs to have something in like every facet. And I think the Matrix kind of kicked that off a little bit in its time, but uh, I think it just ended up getting buried over time. And I think after a while, people just didn't want to think that hard either. Like mm-hmm. that whole philosophical, are we real kind of like early 2000s, late 90s thing. It's it's really not what audiences want anymore. They don't really, they, they, they want to be like respected as smart audience members, but they don't want, you know, to dwell on themselves too much anymore. There's a lot of other stuff to think about. That's why. So. Yeah. Well, you know, it's like, you know, with the success of all the Marvel movies, I think people are looking more you know, to escape in a positive sense. Yeah. Or, I mean, even like a lot of horror movies have become kind of popular recently or in the last few years. And I think, you know, there's a whole thing about, you know, horror makes you feel scared, but you're still safe. So it's like that adrenaline rush makes you happy in in a way because like you feel like you survived something even though it's just a movie. Yeah. And and it's um, almost like the horror movies that even come out now, it's like they're real... They're not, but they're not too real. Like there's yeah. a big lean more towards the, like the supernatural stuff or like incorporating it with like action or comedy, like ready or not. And that kind of thing. Yeah. Scream definitely. that just came out. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Co- comedic elements and, and horror, which I can't remember there being so many comedic elements in older horror movies, maybe like the scream movie. Yeah. A little bit. Cause yeah. like some of the deaths were so dumb. Uh, yeah. But um it's kind of, or, you know, I'm not mentioning any of the scary movies because those were full-blown like comedies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, it's kind of like, um, um, I, I just wanted to tie this to the matrix in some way, but, uh, you know, I think, uh, I'm ready to have my little, you know, uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're ready to have your little. My, my little moment in the sunshine, you know, my little text that I wrote about, you know, thoughts that I had about the matrix and how it affects our present day. 
We should end on that. All right. So what, <laughs> what is in your journal of thoughts here? Actually, that's a really good name. I'm going to call that the journal of thoughts. So this is Raf's journal of thoughts. So, you know, before we leave, I just want to share something that I've been thinking about. And uh, you know how the matrix made us all wonder, you know, ever since 1999, like, are we in the matrix? It doesn't matter who you are. It may seem that way sometimes. There isn't a day when I don't think to myself, what the fuck is going on in the world? <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I didn't know Keanu Reeves thing. Whoa. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. And uh, like, you know, from living through the lockdowns to the, you know, Rick and Morty Szechuan sauce craze of 2017, like the list of what the fuck moments is long and harder to watch than Matrix Revolutions. Yes. Our reality is so insane. It could all be fake, but someone is on the case. You know who it is? Mark Zuckerberg. Some billionaires build rockets to escape planet Earth, but Mark says no. Mark has a better plan. And if we can't make a better reality for real, let's make a fake reality where you can look like a Sims character, the metaverse. As a meta avatar, you can talk to your friends' avatars, see concerts together, but not really, and buy stuff, as well as have a stranger buy your info to sell you even more stuff. So, you know, like the matrix has a powerful message for us. Remember, Michael, if you join the metaverse, you won't be Neo, but you'll be Mark's Duracell battery. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that was like, well, that was like really weird timing. <laughs> yeah. Wait, was that it? I can read some more, but I have a little, like a little sound. Creating not electricity for robot overlords, but fat <laughs> stacks for the nerd overlord. So thanks for hearing me out. And now... Yes. Let me buy my new toaster on Amazon and I'll get on my way. And that's it. <laughs> Play your applause button. Play it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. It sounds like cool. it sounds it sounds like squeaky like gears right now. <laughs> which is Mark Zuckerberg, yeah. you know, churning. Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. His, <laughs> Yeah, I think actually the Duracell battery ending is pretty good. So. <laughs> yeah, no, that was weird. Like the second you said Duracell battery, my timer went off. So I was like, that is a, that is a matrix. Yeah. Deja vu <laughs> Are we in the matrix? But yeah, Are so we? that's that's my little conclusion for, for this week's episode. Woo. Woo. Uh, so where can they find us, Michael? <laughs> um. Actually, right. listen, like, choose the name. We're going to put a link to a form, and then you guys can tell us what you think. Yeah, and then from there, uh, we'll probably restart this podcast or whatever. I want to restart our email address so that they yeah. have, like, a direct email address. So right I mean, now, can, you can yeah, contact can us. Yeah. As of right now, you can't contact us. Too bad, so sad. But if you want to listen to our past episodes of what we binge and tipsy spoilers, uh, just stay on the page you're on right now. Yeah. And, or go to other places like iHeartRadio, uh facebook uh where else are we facebook spotify yeah, we're on, apple podcast yeah, google we're podcast overcast yeah overcast uh, uh and uh audible, audible stuff like that yeah uh you can actually see video versions of the podcast but it's not really us it's just like some animation thing that facebook does automatically yeah they make like little uh, bumpy woos yeah little bumpy things that yeah. i guess are supposedly our voices or something but um yeah whatever yes. so uh we're excited i'm excited are you excited i'm excited so 
uh, this and or the next episode may be our final, you know, what we've been. These are some backdoor pilots to, you know, a new podcast we have in store for you guys. And we hope you mm-hmm. guys like what Raf and Mike have in store for you in the future. Yeah. And please answer the survey that we will link in the episode and also on our, you know, social media. Thanks. Yeah. And the next episode, we'll tell you like all the places you can contact us. But for now, just stick to what we binge. Uh, Enjoy our past episodes. Uh, And peace. Peace.